Welcome to Nana Tings. Hey, it's Antonio from Nana Tings. On this podcast episode, I wanted to talk about art and creating art during these weird times, pre-COVID, during COVID, and now with these restrictions uplifting. And I think the best guest to get was my good friend, Audrey Brown. I met her in acting classes back in 2016 slash 2017. We actually did two intensives together at Chekhov in New York. And she's just amazing. She's become my crystal sister where we talk about everything. And I, I think her, her insights are amazing. So grab your blunt, grab your champagne, Grab whatever the fuck you want and enjoy the ride. Don't forget to check out my new book, Antonio's Return, available now on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble. It is an amazing book that talks about my journey of approaching 30 and it has a lot of astronomical Uh, themes involved and I would really love if you all could check it out it it means so much to me it's Antonio with Nana Tings and I have a special guest one of my best friends Audrey Brown hey girl hey (laughs) I got so excited just introducing your name I gave it a little like twang uh how's it uh doing in Nevada yeah. <laughs> you say Nevada? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Nevada. Um, Nevada's pretty great. I'm trying to like not bash on where I'm at, but it's just hot. <laughs> it's um, you know, it's an interesting little place, but kind of enjoying it. It's like a little retreat. So um yeah it's been treating me well been making the most out of it let's just put it I mean you look great I was saying before this how like good your skin looks I mean listener she's always had good skin so it's not like she needed any kind of like development (laughs) but you look gorge girl (laughs) like literally like her face is so dewy like I'm not gonna blow this video so like for listeners I'm just like take my word for it um (laughs) I was like I need it I need it (laughs) It's it's the skincare, I tell you, Mario Mario Borescu, and then biotin. Take your biotin, take your vitamins, drink your water. That's it. (laughs) Wait, you're the one that taught me how to say Nevada, right? It's Nevada, right? Nevada, fuck, I keep doing this. Okay, Er only when I talk to you, I remember like anyone else, but no matter where they're from, like I'll say it like with that like accent or like how majority of the U.S. freaking says it wrong. So it's Nevada, yes. Nevada, yes. Nevada. (laughs) It's like a thing with like people from here. When you say Nevada, we like will instantly like roll our eyes and like walk away. You're like, you're not from here, but. I understand, you know, like a lot of East Coast people say Nevada and I'm just like, fuck it. I don't care. (laughs) No, no. I like, I I remember you, one of the first things that Audrey did was correct me years ago when we started. So we met in acting class and it it stuck with me though. There really is, even if I met someone like from Vegas, let's say, and like, if I say Nevada, they get so um, impressed that I'm not saying Nevada. And they're like, wow. I was like, yeah, it's because of Audrey. (laughs) I was like, literally you... Uh, I'm surprised that didn't click with me. Sorry, I guess I got so excited through that Long Island twist on it. But um, <laughs> yeah, anyone that listens now knows Nevada. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, it right? right. makes me so uh, happy. <laughs> over here, like, okay. And <laughs> I'm like literally calling it out as I'm saying it. Um, yeah, so this episode is going to be really fun. I've been friends with you for since what, 2016, 2017 now? It's been a minute, right? Uh, we met in acting class at Shackoff Studios in New York City. And we, Audrey and I sort of wanted to bring a episode about, you know, how it is being an artist right now, especially during COVID times, post-COVID times, pre-COVID times, and really getting the back, um, back into the hang of everything, the swing of everything. So uh, I just want to start with, asking you Audrey I mean I know this person this is for anyone listening though what are your favorite artistic pursuits and what really gets you in the realm of creating um I just I love movies I love character analyzing um you know I'll I'll watch anything for the first time and like 
immediately I'm just absolutely fascinated by people in general. So um, I think that's what really like ignites like a creativity um, spark or like a sense of motivation. Um, Cause it's just so interesting. You know, you're like watching this whole story unfold before you and you're like, what? Like, I just want to know what that person's thinking or like, you know, how you're like watching a movie and you're like, oh my God, I would, I could never do that. But you're just like still so impressed with like how that actor is doing it. Um, yeah. What got you into acting then? Is, was it a movie that you were just watching or was it just something that like younger you was like, hey, I'm going to do this? Uh, definitely baby Audrey saying, I want to do this. Like, I don't know. I was always a very expressive, imaginative kid. Um, my mom to this day, she was like, yeah, you were so quiet, but the second you started like, you know, watching movies and stuff like that, you just kind of created like your own little world. Like I used to put on plays for my parents and stuff. And like, um, I didn't really consider anything else ever, you know, actually, no, that's a lie. I, I did consider firefighting randomly enough but I was like yeah like I want to be a firefighter and then I was like hold up wait a minute no I'm okay just kidding <laughs> I'm screaming but yes I mean you would be a <laughs> badass firefighter though let's talk about that you would, no yeah you'd also look hot <laughs> oh shit thank you <laughs> absolutely you know like they'll get up but I I want to give you kudos for that I, I think it's such a it's such a ballsy move to know what you want young and go straight to because you went straight to Strasbourg, right? Like you went straight into training post high school. Um, I, I got an undergrad actually. You got an undergrad um, and then you went to Strasbourg after? Yes. And what was the yep. undergrad in? Um, so I went to the University of Nevada, Reno. Um, I got two degrees, one in theater and one in international affairs. So still so. the theater though. Great. Fuck yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Like I, I always wanted to do it. Um, but you know, my parents were like, well, you should have like, you know, something safe or whatever. And I was like, I don't even know what that means, but fine. But international affairs is enough, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, parents being parents, but I mean, at the same time, like you're like, no, I, I know, just trust me. Um, but yeah, so I got two degrees and then, um, right after that is, uh, when I went to Strasbourg, um, I came home for like three months after graduation and yeah, I, I like, I told my parents, you know, I got accepted and everything and they're like, yeah, that's nice. You know, and I was like, what? Like, dude, I like auditioned, I applied, I worked my ass off and I freaking got, you know, accepted. And so I'd be stupid to pass it up. And so like the night of my birthday, we literally didn't do anything because I was in a bad mood. Um, I just remember coming up to my room and I bought a one-way ticket. So December 27th of 2013, this chick was out of here, man. I love that yo. you're was, such a badass woman you know that right like I hope you know that I mean I I, I tell you that a lot but you, you are like I even know this side of you I mean I know your badass side but like I know this story like that's you know because I met you on your you know acting journey which is amazing but that's so that's bravery right it you know you're young at that age uh and I mean we're both so young you know what I mean like you're still like figuring out who the fuck you are and starting in the world so to like move cross country and decide that on and on your birthday I mean that's such a badass move in such a good way so I'm happy you did that though because you're following your passion and you got into Strasbourg girl like thank you that that is kudos right there thank (laughs) you thank you and you got to meet me and everything so you know what it was the right decision yes yes it was so meant to be it was completely just everything unfolded from there you know um yeah and oh my god, Lee, I I've never even been to New York before that. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I've been okay, to LA a million times. I don't care. I want to go to New York, and I did. <laughs> that's even more of a badass move. <laughs> like you're like, I don't even know experience it, but here I am. 
Yeah. Um, that's also, I, before we even get more into that, I want to touch really quick because you you play guitar. So I think, I think this is amazing. Uh, what is it about music for you too that gets you just going or like artistic expression? Like what, what is your, what's your muse? What's your style? Give it, give it all. Oh yeah. I, um, man, I, I fucking love music. Um, mm-hmm. it, like literally everything, um, uh, except for country to be honest. But, um, <laughs> as a kid, I listened to a lot of classical music. Um, and then my dad introduced me to, um, Simon and Garfunkel, the Beatles, like kind of, you know, some like oldies. Right. Um, so that's what I kind of grew up listening to, um, as I got older and I just really liked it. And, um, it was just something about like, I, I mean, I love the Spice Girls and everything. Don't get me wrong. Yes. But, like, <laughs> oh my God. I was sporty. I, till this day I still am sweaty um but like there was something that like the sound did for me that pop didn't um and then like you know it was all over when I discovered the stones like I was I want to say like eighth grade and I started listening to the stones um and you know that was the rest was history from there it was like Led Zeppelin like Donovan um like Santana like all those phenomenal people Rory Gallagher like you know people kind of deem that as like dad music but like it's just guitars are like a voice you know um and there's just something so unique and infinite about what they're capable of um whether it's acoustic or electric or whatever you know or a sitar I fucking love sitars um but they're just so emotional and expressive and like because you know when you're playing you like feel what you're playing right that's why it sounds so good and that's why you're like the audience is like moved with you you know um and so it's just when i i'll never forget like when i bought my first electric guitar there like because i bought an acoustic when i was in high school but that didn't really feel the way I wanted it to and so I forgot about it um you know I kind of dabbled with the violin a little bit but then like in was it 2017 I think or 2018 like I woke up one day and I was like I need an electric guitar like I want this and like this is absolutely crazy but I'm going to show you something it's right um but so I was at Chelsea Park one day. I just got back from a go see, if you still call him that, whatever, but totally flopped. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I feel like but, is that what we still call it? I think so. <laughs> right? I was like, well, we might as well just stick with it. But so I was completely bummed, you know, like that kind of like defeated feeling. Yeah. And this was like how I knew that I had to buy an electric guitar and pursue it. I like, seriously, I was sitting on a bench in Chelsea park by myself. I mean, people were walking around and stuff, but no one was next to me. Right. This woman, older woman, she just, you know, very petite, um, had a lot of clothes on. Um, I didn't see her face, but she walked up right next to me. I swear to God, I thought she was going to sit on my lap but she got so close to me and you know you're like yo what's going on you know yeah, but like yeah, yeah. your attention and she put this right next to me oh it's so cute it's, is that it's a, it's a, a, um, a pick, right it's a actually a magnet but it's a guitar and the strings are like they were broken off um it, it's a it's a strat stratocaster little magnet but she just put it right down next to me and walked away that's the universe oh my gosh that's <laughs> such a universal sign that's yeah. beautiful audrey no seriously yeah and i i was like okay and i went home and you know shuffled around some finances and did it but yeah uh, when you know you know do we pick up a yeah. theme here everyone like this is like <laughs> I, love it. I 
I've been seeing this Hawaii to the guitar. You were like, I'm gonna fucking go home and figure out my finances and get a fucking guitar. I love that. You make it happen, man. You can't can't deny that. You inspire me for this reason. I think that's why our friendship has blossomed. Yeah, like that's a yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Right, right. Then I don't know what. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, I'm yeah. like mind blown. Actually, that like that defeated feeling, and then you know, bam, like, yeah, it's just so strange because, like, you know, when you know, and this goes for anything that you want to do, but like, if you're kind of like sitting with it and you're not sure, you're like, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a big investment, whatever you may be pondering in your life, and then you see a sign like that, you're like something just like clicks in your head it's absolutely and you're just like you got to do it and then you know you have to start you know at the at the beginning but you begin a whole new journey you know like when I when I decided to pursue guitar for the rest of my life that was like wow this is the first day of the rest of my life as cheesy as that sounds but you get it and you you know, you never stop learning and you always get better. And it's, it's just an incredible journey. And that like goes for being an artist in any realm, you know, yeah, yeah. you're going to do stupid, bad shit. And then you're going to do amazing, great shit. But like, yeah, you just have to start somewhere, you know? Exactly. And, you know, this is actually a great lead into, um, we're talking about like go season shit, right? Let's mm-hmm. just get into the topic of the lifestyle of an artiste, you know, like there are so many ups and downs and I have, I mean, we both vented to each other a lot of this shit. Uh, and I think any artists, whether they're popular or not, go through similar shit. So I don't even know where to start at this point. Where, where, okay, you know what, Joy, we're going to start with this. We're not going to dive fully right into going off but what did you do to keep busy during COVID because I know it was hard for a lot of artists with things being closed so what were yeah I would say the past year actually from 2020 to technically now it'll like the um restrictions going away finally but yeah holy cow um oh. uh so I found um a couple things that really kept me sane um so I found a wonderful vocal coach. Um, she's a holistic vo- uh, vocal coach named Naomi Jacobs. Check her out. She is fabulous. Oh, I can't tell you how much I love her. But um, she, you know, <laughs> she really got me out of my shell and like really um, helped me find my voice, you know, because you have like your speaking voice and everything and, you know, your day-to-day voice, but like, she really taught me how to use my body and my mind, um, and everything just as a whole package. And so, you know, during COVID, um, I was still in New York last year until June, and then I moved home, uh, to Nevada and that was it. That was like, I basically, stripped myself of any kind of like community because unfortunately where I'm at, there isn't any. Um, so I was like, okay, like I literally have to do this and I have to like make myself work on it, even if it's by myself, because that's the only way you're going to get better. Right. So, um, I, I worked with her, um, literally like once a week, this entire time, Um, so she would send me, uh, vocal exercises. We would, uh, meet over Skype. Um, and then, uh, I would play a little for her, like guitar stuff and, um, just trying to like put two and two together, you know, cause like, holy shit, singing, playing guitar at the same time is kind of hard. I can imagine. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And so between that and then um, I did some uh, online scene study with one of my old Strasbourg teachers, Matthew Gregory. Um, We would meet once a week. Um, He would assign you a scene and you would uh, rehearse with your your scene partner. And um, so that really helped as well. Um, So in between those two things, oh, I, I worked with Ken Schatz. 
Shatz? Yes. Um, he's like the Yoda of all acting teachers. Like, I love him so much. He's like someone, you know, like when, so Ken is like one of those people that like, right when you see him, you're, you just get happy. Like he is such a wonderful man and a brilliant teacher. Um, but you know, we, we met up a couple times and yeah. So I would say, you know, some scene study classes and then like vocal stuff and then, you know, working on guitar technique and things like that. Um, it's been keeping me pretty busy since, um, you know, <laughs> I had to like move in lockdown and all that ish. Um, you yeah. know, it sounds like you really, you kept busy and then, you know, same year, obviously my po poetry and stuff and podcasts and trying to get in there. And, you know, this leads into like the acting world, right? I feel like mm -hmm. sometimes our art form is taken advantage of by, you know, the top people um, and top people, I mean like directors, mm -hmm. producers, you know, that kind of like casting kind of realm. And, you know, sometimes I think people forget that they need the actors too, right? They need us to perform. And I, I feel like some actors, you know, I know it was hard during COVID to find work or to create work. You know, some people were stuck in their anxiety box or other things. I, I Listen, I had my own moment too. I get it. But um, I think you and I are really good proof that there there is another art form. There is a lot that you could put on Instagram or YouTube um, or even like as much as I'm not a TikToker, I've seen some great shit happen in the past, like at least like minute clips and really fun like comedy short like shorts, like 30 second shorts, right? And yeah. I don't know, I feel like you and I have had experience where it, 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 I don't know, from from like the letdowns of GoSees to I don't know, these like intensives being sort of like not the hype of it. So I just I sort of want your your opinion on like just fucking anything that you think of with this stuff because there's there's a I could give a list you know um right. what's your like what is your input on what I guess people think an actor should be doing or like what an actor is or like what we're what we're taking granted for right oh yeah um I oof. yeah actors I you know we are we are a different breed of people. Like, yes, there's not like one word that can pinpoint how much an actor goes through. I mean, whether it's your mentality, whether it's your physical fitness or, you know, your ability to emote, um, it's going to depend on who you are in front of. So something that I realized, because like, I mean, I've been in, the industry what five six years but um I haven't auditioned in over a year for anything I mean I can't I'm in Nevada they're gonna be like why are you wasting my time like you know <laughs> um anyway like actors like we have to respond to who's in front of us right so I feel like a lot of times when people, um, whether it's like a seminar or an acting coach or even like um, someone that you're rehearsing with, like they don't really understand or like realize how much of your um, mind goes into that. Like how much of your mind, your, your thoughts and your feelings, like the things that go unsaid, right? So this always cracks me up because like this happens all the time. Like, I would be in an acting class and then the acting teacher would stop you during your scene and they would correct you in some way or like give you a note. And then the actor is just like, oh yeah, yeah, I totally got it. But like, I was, I wanted to cry here and I, I, I didn't start crying yet. So, and they're like, no, like, did you like, you know, ask, asking them about something or it, it's just always like, you are so afraid to appear wrong or yeah. appear not good. You know, like the death of everything was like when an actor is like, is that good? And then you're like, yeah, yeah, man, that's great. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Don't worry. And you're like, but no, 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 no. Like that, that's not, that's not good. <laughs> that is <laughs> like, so true. Right? Yeah. Yes. Specificity. Like you have to, wow, like good doesn't mean anything. 
like you have to be specific in what you're doing and you have to believe in what you're doing because that's how audience members like what they're watching because they they believe what you believe right it's truthful um and so more than anything it's like kind of like circling back to my point is you know it just really makes me sad to see like so many actors just do that and not really take the time to like really work on their mental health you know you have to ground yourself you have to be present like how you respond to whatever's going on as an actor that's the life that you're living as your character right so people forget that and then yeah it's like you just above all else like you have to just be present and like be truthful but like a lot of times it's quite the opposite you know um so with that being said you know when you apply that kind of like delicacy of an artist's mind to you know oh hey like here's this casting director like come take my seminar oh it's only 250 (laughs) dollars right yeah I'm streaming right now because this is something I've been like, yeah, keep going, keep going. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but it's just it's hitting home for me because it's so true. <laughs> like, right. even... And I feel like any listener out there is going to know exactly what I'm talking about when That's you see, great. you know, those like seminar signs, webinars, whatever have you, like, um, oh, come be seen by this casting director or this manager uh, for one afternoon, three hours. Um, you know, you'll be able to perform in front of them. And this like gives you the idea, oh my God, like here's like a really big chance. Like, holy shit, like what if something happens, right? And the nerves fucking go all over the place. And then come to realize you get three minutes with this person. Like, no, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't want to sound like, pessimistic or negative but like every time I would do one of those things whether it's like actors connection one-on-one it was always like oh we're running behind or you know you only get five minutes with them or the reader oh my god oh my god the reader opposite of you total stranger you get like two minutes to rehearse monotone monotone nothing to even feed off of like listen I'm not expecting the reader to be a full-time actor but like girl no. Yeah. Like even help, like saying yelling help. What, what yeah. the fuck? Am I supposed to like, right? Okay. Yeah. It, it's very. It's and you're paying very, $200 to $300 for that. I would expect my reader to at least have some. Would, <laughs> exactly. Something to like respond to, you know, yeah. like, oh my I, God. I absolutely, absolutely agree. I fully agree. And also overpriced. No yeah. I, for real, come on, guys. We live in New York City or LA or wherever. Like, it's expensive, okay? Like, don't, like, don't, oh, it's just, it's criminal, you know? It just, it pisses me off. It really is criminal, though, because a lot of them, you know, a lot of us are struggling artists, right? And, like, I paid $300 for one. Audrey, literally, I had to time it exactly, like, two minutes and 30 seconds. And the guy doing it came in 20 minutes late, which cut everyone's time. And then he rushed us. We were supposed to do two takes, only one take. And then my reader was like, hated their job. Like it was the most monotone, like rolling the eyes kind of reading. And I'm like, and then, you know, we're also highly sensitive, right? So I'm also picking up just on energy of the room. So I'm over here frantic just because like everyone else is just pissed. And I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so true. Yeah. And, you know, and then you leave the room and you're like what just happened yeah and then you're like i guess i'll go get drunk now and forget about what just happened or something like it's just it's just not okay like mentally like you're i it just feels so much that goes on afterwards it almost like i hate to say it but like it might even drive people away from wanting to pursue acting and you shouldn't like acting is the best fucking job in the world you know, like, but some, some people are like, no, I just don't want to deal with that. 
or I, it's too expensive, not for me. Like you shouldn't not do what you want to do in your life because it's too expensive. Like there's always a way there's always, always, always a way, you know, but I don't know. Yeah. It just, it just sucks because like you take these seminars or this advice or these lessons. And I'm not, I'm not taking a, on a piss on like coaching or anything like that, but like, yeah, yeah. They, they have to remember that actors will like take your notes and they will, you know, take it very seriously. You know, we believe you, you help us, right? You're helping us to get better. Like fucking do it. Like, don't be a bully. Don't make fun of them. Like be constructive and do your job and do it well, because that's the only way that you're going to produce good products, good actors, you know, and when acting teachers or whatever are just mean, I mean, I've had so many bully acting teachers, like, wow, dude, like I'm really awful, (laughs) you know, and it just, it's just not okay at all. There's also some that like you also can notice are teaching for the money and not for the art. And like, yeah. I understand that like, it's your job, right? To like, you know, you're a teacher and you, you have to make rent, but like, I don't know, there's, it's still art. Like, I thought you would think that you would teach to teach, you know? Right. Um, and I've been noticing that, I, I think in, I'm not calling out names or anything or in, you know, institutions, but I will say my last few classes, definitely have noticed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either that or they're just kind of like, you know, miserable and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, their career didn't go the way they wanted. So that, the, yeah. the miserable energy that I've stepped into studios before have, I don't know. Yeah, I- Oh my God, it's it's so, it's- I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you walk into a room and the person talking to you and, you know, you just, like they forget how- much of that they exude and how easy it is to pick up on and I'm like wow so you're that person who had that one part for like five seconds in this tv show you thought it was gonna be your big break but nothing happened after that here you are yeah I mean it's yeah oh go ahead no I was gonna say like projection like I was on set last year this is like um so a video that I was doing like as a dancer and the person got mad that they were late with timing. It was their own fault. So they started yelling at the dancers and took like, made random criticism that had nothing to do with the dance moves, nothing what we were doing. And I had to stand there at one moment. I was like, whoa, you just made something so fun where all the dancers at one point just felt so shook because it was like anger out of nowhere. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, do these people not like understand? Like, also we're helping you. Like we're here as a community, right? Like. Artists right. need artists, you know, directors need us. We need directors and producers. Like it, it, it's a, it's a team, a village. Right. And I don't think people realize that like, you don't need to attack us. I'm sorry. Like It's not an us and you, it's we, like, we need you, you need us. Like, let's fucking get this thing and like, let's work together. Okay. Like, I don't know easier said than done it's like but just you can't abuse actors that way you just don't exactly you know <laughs> exactly yeah. i um before we switch gears i what what would be some advice that you would give um a, an actor that is starting to act now post-covid post post these restrictions Ooh, um do your research yeah. <laughs> please do your research um And that's not meant to sound like militant or anything like that. But if you want to, okay, so first like study, like find a good acting coach, right? And then do your research. So um, I found that when I was starting out, I would just basically see any name or anything that said acting class and I would go for it. I was like, I need that. I need that. I need that maxed out credit cards. I felt like I needed all of these classes, all of these seminars. It was my only shot to like, you know, succeed and everything. No girl. Like I just racked up a shit ton of credit card debt. (laughs) And 
you know but it's like you want it you fucking want it you want to work you want to go but you don't need all of that so instead check out like your like top five to ten favorite actors artists that you look up to you love their work you would go to see anything with their name in it see how they started out and then kind of go down that same route you know or like see how they started out and maybe research who they studied with and then study with that person, you know? Um, but before you just decide to, you know, that you need X, Y, and Z, it's like, okay, first just Google, like do some research. IMDB pro, that is going to be your absolute best friend. You do absolute love IDM pro. I love it. Yeah. Oh I, I use that for everything. Like, even if you want to audition for someone, and you're like, oh, like, I, I love that movie. Who directed it? Research that director, get their contact info, um, email them, drop off a headshot and resume at their office. You know, like, don't like bug them or solicit or anything, but, you know, make a, make a couple drop offs or something. But for the love of God, do your research um, and just like more like personally, it's like, do not compare yourself to anyone else. Yes. Please. Yes. Like own what you have, what however you look, no matter how big or small, what you feel like you may be lacking, you're not lacking anything. Like there's always going to be a part for you, but never ever ever compare yourself to anyone else and be like, "Oh, well, damn it, you know, she's so pretty or she, you know, he got the part because, you know, he's so handsome or whatever it's like so your time's coming you'll get your gig gigs because you know there's always more than one but yeah just like detrimentally just awful and cruel to yourself don't even bother don't waste your time <laughs> comparing yourself to someone else's journey like focus on your own um and ask questions don't be afraid to ask questions um yeah I couldn't have, you know, you, I mean, you said it the best just now. You're like, really, my job that I'm speechless. I was like, wait, I was like, I have a great reminder to myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely, you're no, correct. Absolutely. And I think people forget that, right? That like, whether it's FOMO or, you know, self, you know, self-competition versus competition or even competing with yourself too hard, you know? Um, yeah. Right. Your time will come and just keep working and researching questions. Just like you said, I honestly think those are such yeah valid ways to go um, right but yeah um, I yeah yeah I don't know I just like just you know don't stress yourself out over like the shit that you don't have or feel like you don't have you know because I feel like a lot of times like actors are very um easily stressed out <laughs> because it's like oh shit like I don't have like a good headshot with with or without a border or whatever it's like no make it work you know but yeah. like you there's so many ways to make it work and um you just i mean don't be afraid to just get out there you know like i yeah <laughs> yeah no i i just i just love actors so much i love like the people and you know it's just like uh we're such a special kind of people because like you know they're not afraid to like just be present and I don't know I I just the energy that they have is like more of one that's um a willingness I feel like there's always like a willingness to to them you know and it's just really exciting <laughs> really just like refreshing to be around you know yeah yeah stuff. you're truly an actor i mean that's that's why you i think you just you are right this artist which i love you exude the kind of passion mm -hmm. and you're good at energies and that goes right into our last topic actually what um let's get so i call you my i call you my what do i call you my crystal sister my everything i was like you <laughs> are my, my stone sister so I just want to like you you are knowledgeable of like metaphysical properties and stones. So I just want to like talk about some like fun 
some fun metaphysical shit for the listeners that don't know yet. Um, we got, I'm, I've recently, well, I wouldn't say recently, but I, I would say the past years I got into stones and I know you've enlightened me on a lot of different stones. So what, um, I don't know, what's, uh, what's good with our witchy power? What, um, what do you love about metaphysical properties or, or meditation or, and how does that relate to your creativity, right? Or even mental health? Yeah. Um, meditation is huge. Um, I try to meditate every day or every other day, um, with or without crystals, Mm-hmm. Um, like the, I guess when I wake up, I'll know if, you know, I want to meditate or not, or I need to, but meditation honestly has helped me so much with not only my mental health, um, but like my artistry as well. Um, I mean, living back home with my parents has not been easy. Um, Sis, it's been, yeah. <laughs> girl, I thought this was going to be a walk in the park. Oh my God. Nope. Um, so shout out to, you know, everyone who's had to move back with their parents. <laughs> I yeah. love you. I feel for you, but you've got this, like <laughs> take care of yourself. Um, but yeah, I'll meditate. Like I'll, um, I'm very passionate about, um, this goddess Saraswati. I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly, but to my knowledge, I am. Um, she is, um, the goddess of music and art and poetry. Um, and so, yeah, like I love just talking to her. Like I would talk to you, um, if I'm stuck or if I'm just like, you know, not motivated or wake up and you don't feel great. You're just, you know, you're just depressed and that's okay. Like, you know, I'll just talk to her and stuff and, you know, I'll grab like a piece of lapis or citrine or something like that, or, you know, just kind of hold it and like close my eyes, you know, do some deep breathing and just say something nice to yourself, honestly, like a mantra of any kind, like you, oh my God. And it sounds silly, but it's, it helps tremendously, whether it's just like, I am worth it or like yeah. I am looking or something like that. Um, or I can do it. Anything like that, like just repeat it to yourself and it becomes very like cathartic and, you know, soothing. And you spend five minutes doing this and your whole day is just flipped, you know, completely. And you, you just feel better. Um, you know, I, uh, I, I don't let anything like disturb the fact that like, yeah, you know, I do have mental illnesses, you know, like we, we have all sorts of fun stuff going on upstairs, (laughs) whether it's depression or anxiety, um, anything like that, but like meditation is the one thing that will help you so, so much. Um, and you know, you practice that you can take that into your artistry. Um, if I'm nervous, um, I've always done grounding exercises like on the train or like when you're, you know, in the waiting room or something, just, you know, repeat a mantra to yourself, do like a one minute meditation, do a grounding exercise. And instantly like those nerves are just kind of like, you just chill them out, you know, cause you know, if you, if you don't do that, then it's like, okay, well then use your nerves, like use that as like a power, um, and use it towards your benefit. But it's just, I, it just makes me sad to think that like so many actors let their nerves overrun their experience or any kind of opportunity, you know, they go in there feeling so confident, they get nervous and then your body tenses up and boom. Yep. That's it. And then you walk out and you're like, fuck, I was so ready. I was confident. It's like, no, you know, your lines, you know, your shit, you know what you're doing. It's just, you know, you gotta, you gotta ground yourself and just like be present. So yeah, meditation is a huge tool and I would highly suggest anyone to look into it, practice it, um, you know, just a couple of minutes during your day, like you owe it to yourself. We go through a lot you know, anything that'll make you feel whole and present, you, you have to do that for yourself because otherwise you, you know, (laughs) it's just, it just makes life easier and 
um, it, it's just extremely beneficial. So yeah. Um, but yeah, stone wise, I just, whenever I hold a piece of citrine, um, or lapis or, um, carnelian or anything like that, um, I love like the energy. I, some people are like, you're crazy. Those rocks are fake. And I'm like, that's not, they're not fake. Yeah. Yeah. Right. God shun the non-believers. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but and <yeah>. non-vaxxers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that for sure. <laughs> yeah. You oh actually, um, you got me, you're the one that put citrine on my radar, which has been great. You put lapis on my radar, which has been really great. You put a few, uh, Cor what a cornelian you said right it's that that one that you really like is that the circle one yeah, Did yeah I give that, you oh wait you gave me one yes i have it literally. actually I have my, like, literally i have my shrine i can show you a little bit of oh. my little moon thing has all these stones mixed in it where is she oh look she's right here next to my amethyst little nugget <laughs> oh you're the one that got me into tiger eye and yeah. you got me into bloodstone Oh yeah, yes, that's a, a lot good of these one. I bought because of you, uh, <laughs> like literally. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I don't know, like for the non-believers, uh, I feel like us woke or highly sensitive people are really tapped into it. I personally, I don't know if it's the combination of like my manifestation practicing or my meditation or sleeping with them, but I've seen a difference. Which you know, it matters mm -hmm. to what we see and what it affects us in our belief system. But I believe in it. I think the Earth is yeah. giving us, you know, these these. Uh, Technically, I guess minerals, right? These uh, are things and yeah. It's incredible. Like how can you deny like a piece of stone has been created over thousands of years and right? there's not energy in it or there's not like metaphysical property properties in it. You know, it's, it's incredible. Like just make sure you get, cause there are some wholesales out there that will like, you know, impersonate stones, but absolutely it's very obvious like what you know what they are and everything but I just if you if you just sit there and hold it and you know there is energy in that there's energy in everything you know um I don't know maybe just do a little research like google some stuff at the very minimum they're just absolutely gorgeous and like come on, who doesn't want to wear something like that? I just feel like they're so expressive and beautiful as, as you know, stones and uh, just to begin with. But then when you realize like, oh, what they mean and like, um, you know, what they represent or whatever, it's it's very interesting, you know, um, like pirate, agree, yeah. oh my God, you know, when pirate, like pirate that one. About, money yeah like let's abundance, get abundance abundance absolutely <laughs> i sleep with one travel yes. with one and it's I like have you a look ring. at that stone and it's gorgeous it oh, is shiny hell, gold yeah absolutely that one is beautiful to wear and i also right. love like that one is like the green shiny witchiness to it Ooh. is so beautiful yeah yeah oh i love it Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm going to literally sleep with them tonight. <laughs> I'm like looking at them. I'm like, after, I like, right? after this conversation, I'm like literally looking at my stones around. I'm like, I'm going to, because I haven't put like um, lapis underneath my bed in a minute. That one, I guess as a Libra, <laughs> it, it gets me in a really crazy, like vivid dream moment when I'm sleeping. And it's really good. It, it enhances my intuition skill, which is really nice. But she's Ooh. strong. She's pretty and strong. Yeah. So sometimes that's, I gotta uh, make sure I don't sleep next to her, but you know. <laughs> no, yeah, you're like, oh shit. But it's um the lapis is a throat is for your throat chakra. So like you got an audition coming up or like you're working on like some vocal techniques or whatever, hold that or like I like to lay down and I'll like place her Ooh. over my throat chakra and just breathe with her for a little bit and just like maybe make some like bodily sounds like some humming and just kind of like get yourself waking up and everything but it's to um 
uh, unblock your throat chakra. So even if you're like, shit, I need to have this conversation with this person or like, um, whatever, but I'm having a hard time communicating. Um, Lepis will always, always, always help, you know? So. Absolutely. Any last minute words that you would like to give before we close out? Oh my goodness. Um, I can talk forever, (laughs) but honestly, like Antonio, I like, I honestly just want to thank you and, you know, have, you know, last words for you because like, I mean, my God, I've known you for years and it's just incredible that like, even we, if we don't see each other on the reg, like you're still always there. I can always like text you and everything. We always have phenomenal conversations and just like as a human, um, I mean, you're just absolutely brilliant. And just thank you so much for being my friend over these years and just like all of our memories that we've had and stuff. And it's just nice to like, I feel like over COVID we've definitely reconnected on a deeper level. Um, and so since that, it's like, you know, I feel like there's been like a, a lot of like shifting energies and like purging with like people who no longer serve you in your life, but you've always been there. And I just want to celebrate that fact that you're like, you know, you're one of the true ones. <laughs> oh, I love you. Same. I you uh i will say in the past year and a half i'm very thankful i love our voice notes by the way like anyone that's listening she's one of my only friends actually i think i can name her and like yeah literally my only friend that does voice notes with me and i I, it's so special because like when you need advice or just you know spiritual talk or when we talk about metaphysical properties or acting or whatever um it's nice to hear a voice you know it's just also you've edited like my past two books yeah able to jump in on my own vulnerable you know personal artistic journey which that for me I will remember till I die be you know that that is such a big piece of my life uh so yeah I'm very thankful for our friendship and I love you and thank you for being on this podcast um you've been an amazing guest I figured you would be um (laughs) yeah I love you I love you too oh my god thank you so much for having me this was absolutely wonderful (laughs) oh bye Bye, boo. Talk to you later on Nana Tings.